Hi, and welcome to the Essential Tennis Podcast, your place for free, expert tennis instruction that can truly help you improve your game. Welcome to episode number 354 of the Essential Tennis Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. More than anything, I hope you're safe. I hope you're healthy. I hope you're close to the people that you love and they're safe and healthy as well. Today, we're going to be talking about quarantine mindset keys. These are different concepts and principles and perspectives that I've been thinking a lot about over the last week or two related to tennis and all the craziness that's happening in the world right now. And I think it's important to keep things in perspective, of, co- of course, like in a macro sense, as far as life is concerned, and also when it ha- as it has to do with tennis. And there's so much overlap with tennis and the rest of life. It's a big reason why all of us love it so much. And so a lot of what we're going to be talking about today definitely kind of falls into that category. And so I'm going to talk about a general first concept and then talk about three different opportunities that you have while you are away from the court really counterintuitive things at first, but really makes sense when you think about them. And so my goal with this episode is to have you come away with it, I'm sorry, have you come away from it with some more optimism, with some things that you can take action on, with a little bit more positivity about what's going on right now. Not that we should be you know, ignoring it and saying, oh, everything's great and, and pretending that everything is fine because... It's not, of course. There's many people suffering all across the world, financially and physically and health, and there's people dying, of course. Like, there's terrible things happening in the world right now, and I I don't, for a moment, want to minimize that or downplay that. But this show focuses on tennis improvements, how to get better at the game, how to continue in a healthy way down the path of mastery and within these weird, you know, different, challenging, frustrating times, I think there's some really key things to keep in mind related to the game of tennis, especially while we're all away from the court right now. So with those things in mind, first of all, I want to make sure that you are clear and that I am clear. This is important for me to remind myself daily that I have a choice every day when I get out of bed what I'm going to focus on. There's two, in a very 30,000-foot sense, two different paths that we can take every single day in any given moment. We can take the path of focusing on the negativity, the, the fear, the frustration, the tragedy of everything that's happening around us. And there's a lot of different streams of information and media that are trying to feed us those narratives, are are trying to put that information and that data and those storylines in front of us. And it's not difficult to go down that rabbit hole. It's, It's not difficult to be fixated on the negativity. In particular, if we all have big personal challenges right now, you know, if there's transitions happening for us and our home life and our, our work life and our, our kids' school, so many different things, of course, it's human and easy to, 
fixate on those things. But please know that you have a choice. There are positive elements that will come out of this situation. There's different perspectives and reminders that, that people, people are more grateful now for all the, the basic things that they've had all along than they've been in a very long time. And there's opportunities being exposed in the workplace and in different industries and other industries, of course, are, are, there's just no way around it. Like, you know, if you're in the restaurant business right now, really almost impossibly difficult times right now for just about anybody in, th- in that line of work. Again, don't want to minimize the challenges that are happening right now, but there are opportunities that are presenting themselves because everybody's at home, because things are being shaken up. It Now is a, a great time to look for positives and silver linings. And for some people, that's more difficult than others. But I think it's important to remember that at the end of the day, it's our choice what we want to give mental energy to. And this is the case while you're playing a tennis match, right? You can, you can easily have your mind get dragged away from a, a good, solid, competitive state by your opponent celebrating after you make an unforced error or your opponent making a, what we think is a bad line call or, or fans cheering for your opponent or anything like that. It's easy for us to at any point in time fixate on those negative things and have our minds set, our focus get completely dragged away from the task at hand. So I just wanted to open with that quick kind of mindset principle and, and reminder. It's something I need to constantly tell myself because things are challenging for us right now. And there's a lot of uncertainty in what we're doing right now. We're going through transitions as well at Essential Tennis. And so I think it's important to remember to give more thought and attention and energy to the things happening around us that are positive and there is optimism. And each and every moment we have the choice to go down one path or the other. So with that, let's talk about opportunities that are there for tennis players. Number one, The first opportunity, and by the way, these are in no particular order, but the first opportunity that I think is really important to be aware of, to be mindful of, is to think about the players on your local courts. Maybe spend, you know, 30 seconds and just picture a a bunch of faces, like the, the people that you most commonly see at your park, your club, your local facility, your, your local group of courts. Think about the players that normally frequent the courts that you play on. And I want you to ask yourself, how many of them right now do you think are doing anything at home to maintain and advance their tennis skills? How many of them are putting in the positive work, the positive energy and effort to develop their coordination or their footwork or their technique or their mental toughness or their strategy? How many of them do you think are actually taking this opportunity when they're at home and and their, their options are severely restricted. Because let's, let's be honest, it takes special effort to, away from our normal routine, pick something like tennis, where normally, of course, we have to leave the house, go someplace else, be around other people, maybe even be inside a building or a facility. In that environment, 
we have a particular routine and a comfort level and famili- there's a familiarity to, to that environment. And there's a certain process and steps that we go through to go out onto the court and warm up and hit the ball back and forth and do some rallies, maybe play some points. And all of that's been taken away. And so when we're away from that environment and we're stuck in a completely different place, it takes special effort to say, you know what? I'm going to do something anyway. I'm going to improve myself in spite of the circumstances around me. It takes special effort and energy to do that. And so, really quick, just put a number in your head. What percentage of all the players that you normally see in your local courts do you think are doing things in their home right now to maintain or even advance their tennis skills? What percentage of them? I don't know what number is in your head right now, but I feel really confident in making the total guess that you put a number in your head that's less than 50%. A majority of tennis players are not doing anything right now. Maybe they're going out for a walk, you know, here and there. They're doing kind of general things to stay active. Maybe they're going for a jog here and there. And that's, that's good. That's great. But how much of that is tennis specific? Are they doing tennis specific things to work on their conditioning, their flexibility, their coordination, their mental toughness. Majority of players are not doing that right now. And that gives you a big opportunity to separate yourself from the rest of the herd and make the choice. I will do what I can. I know my options are limited right now, but I will do what I can. What's available to me, I will take advantage of it. And I'm going to make the decision to put positive effort towards my tennis skills. If you've already done that, then I want you to know I'm super proud of you because it does take special effort and energy right now. I want you to know that it makes you a special person, not just a tennis player, but person. If you've already been doing that, if you haven't been doing that, please know I'm not judging you. It's hard right now. I get it. I totally understand. But please view it from the perspective of having an opportunity during this time to advance your game when the games of everybody else in your area are falling behind. That's opportunity number one. Opportunity number two, during this time while you're away from the court, is you have the chance to work on things you never would have had time to work on during your normal schedule. And so think about this really quick. What's your normal weekly ratio like of time spent on the court working on your tennis game and time spent off the court working on your tennis game for you personally lessons drill groups team practices matches all that obviously counts as on court time and then off court time would be things like purposefully drilling your conditioning your mental toughness thinking about and setting good goals patterns and strategy research and and learning more about how the game is played at a high level, maybe coordination training, doing eye-hand coordination drills. Professional players spend a lot of time doing those things. They spend a lot of time recovering, rejuvenating, preparing their bodies for going out again. They spend time training their minds. They spend time training their bodies, their feet, their footwork patterns, their quickness, their agility. These are all things that are 
excellent to do away from the court, but most amateur tennis players don't do any of that work. Professional players do, but amateur players typically do not. And so, again, pick a number in your head. What is your personal ratio during a normal week when things are typical and you're not forced to stay at home? What does a normal week look like for you in terms of ratio of on-court versus off-court? And I'm guessing most players are probably around 90-10. 90% of their efforts and their time and their energy is spent on the court working hard and 10% or less is spent off the court doing supplemental things to further develop elements that are really, really important. And frankly, elements that are really, really difficult to work on in the context of hitting a ball back and forth. So ask yourself that question and realize that you have a big opportunity right now to develop new habits, develop new comfort levels of working on different parts of your game than you normally do away from the on-court setting. And if you can form just one or two healthy habits right now that help you in any of those areas that I just listed, and just kind of get into a little bit of a routine daily or maybe twice a week or three times a week working on any of those areas, if you can just pick one or two of those areas and start to create a habit right now Starting today, while you're away from the courts and there's nothing else you can do to work on your tennis game, that's the negative, right? Like you could choose to focus on how crappy it is that you can't go to a court, or you could realize that you have a huge chance right now to develop and train some new positive habits that move the needle in other ways that you probably never did before. And that's huge. That's a massive opportunity for your tennis game. And then when things return back to normal and you go back to the courts, and if you hold on to one or two of those routines or habits, now you're a better tennis player. Now you're better equipped. Now you're developing other new habits in different ways than what you were doing before in addition to the normal routines that you were doing previously. I really can't overstate how huge of an opportunity you have to be able to do that and come back to the court a better, more rounded player. It's absolutely massive. So that's opportunity number two, working on things away from your normal environments and different things or even the same things. And that leads us to number three. Opportunity number three, while you're away from the court, is to make actual changes to footwork and technique. Here's the thing, in your normal environment, while you're in the middle of a drill group, you want to hit the ball back in the court. Because what's the like if you're going to be out there just hitting every ball in the net or every ball wide or long, it doesn't help everybody else. So there's a certain amount of social pressure there that you have some responsibility to keep the ball in play. Otherwise, it's just not very productive for other people. In a match, the whole point is to try to win. And the only way to win is to hit the ball in the court. And so what are you going to do? You're going to rely on the habits and the skills that you already know the best. There's little chance that you're actually going to make a change that sticks during your normal routine, your normal weekly schedule, even if you take lessons. Because sure, you're going out there, you're taking a lesson, you're moving away from your comfort zone, you're training something new and different and better, 
with your coach, that's great. Maybe that's on Monday. And what do you do on Wednesday? You go to that team practice and maybe you try that new forehand or that new open stance backhand or whatever it is, a new serve, swing path a couple of times. But after you miss it two or three times in the net, it's like, oh, well, I, I got to hit the ball in the quarter. You know, I'm, I'm not, I'm kind of letting everybody else down right now. That's on Wednesday. And then on Friday, you've got your league or your team, or your club match. And now you're definitely not going to just commit to that new thing if, it, if it's not working. And so what do you do? You go back, you go back to your old habit. And so there's this tug of war back and forth between the new and the old. And the old wins because you usually spend more time just relying on what you know is going to work, what you know is reliable, what you know is going to put the ball where you need it to go, when you need it to go there, and it's going to happen the way that you need it to happen. So during this time where you're away from the courts, you have the opportunity to work on footwork patterns to work on new swing techniques without that tug of war pulling you back to the old habit, without the requirement of having to hit the ball in the courts every time the ball comes towards you, because there isn't a ball coming towards you. And that's great. That's a huge opportunity to develop new and better habits while you're not under that stress and that pressure to have to hit the ball back. And we just heard a story from this on our, our Facebook group, one of our online students said, wow, I can't believe it. I thought my footwork patterns were great, but they're really not as good as I thought they were because while he's standing in his living room, moving through some patterns that Kevin was explaining in a video, he suddenly realized that, oh, wow, I don't usually do it that way. And I thought I did, but it feels super weird. I know it's the way I'm supposed to move, but clearly I wasn't moving that way because it feels awkward right now. And I know it's just not the way I normally do it. And so, boom, that's a major breakthrough. This player now has the opportunity to train a more efficient, smoother, faster footwork pattern away from the poor pattern he had before. And what's even better is he has a couple weeks at least right now to, to groove that new pattern without getting sucked back into his old habit by going out to the court every Wednesday and Friday and having the ball fly back and forth, and he's going to go back to his old habit. That's not happening anymore. So there's a huge chance right now to make those kind of changes. So that's opportunity number three. Away from the normal environment, you now have the opportunity to make big changes to deep habits that normally would have been almost impossible to make. And so now my biggest goal and kind of encouragement for you is just to take action on something. Over the last week or two, we've published a whole bunch of free videos. We just published another new one this morning that give you drills, give you specific exercises you can do right now to improve your coordination, your fitness, your flexibility, your mental toughness, your patterns, your strategy, all of those things. If you go to our YouTube channel, you can check them out there, youtube.com slash essential tennis. If you go to our Facebook page, you can check them all out there, facebook.com slash essential tennis. Or if you like just a comprehensive system to follow to improve all of those things in a very complete, comprehensive way, go to home tennis max. Dot com. 
we put together a program that will show you how to upgrade all of those different skills, not only not fall behind, but actually improve them all right now and make the most of this time at home. It's something that we're super proud of. We know it'll be a huge, huge help to you. And so if you've appreciated the free content that we've been publishing for years and years, and you're stuck at home and you really want to make the most of it, I personally would really appreciate it if you go sign up for Home Tennis Max. So again, that's at hometennismax.com. I hope you sign up. Hope to see you inside the members area. But whatever you do, even if you don't sign up, just take action now. You have such a huge opportunity right now. Just go watch our free videos. Do the challenges that we explain and demonstrate in those free videos. If you just do that for the next couple weeks, you will walk back out onto the courts with more confidence and more ability to bounce back and go right back to the game that you left with upgraded skills, you'll be in such a better place than if you do what everybody else is doing right now, which is sitting at home, focusing on the negative. And again, I can't blame them. Difficult, challenging times right now. But hopefully this episode of the podcast has given you some practical things to focus on, some positivity, some optimism. And if that's the case, we'd love to hear from you. Go ahead, send me an email to ian, I-A-N, at essentialtennis.com. If you have any questions about anything specifically that you can do at home right now, feel free to shoot me an email, let me know. And I'll be sure to answer your question on a future episode of the podcast. Thank you for listening. Stay safe, stay healthy, and I'll catch you again next time. For more free game-improving instruction, be sure to check out EssentialTennis.com, where you'll find hundreds of video, audio, and written lessons. Also, be sure to subscribe to Essential Tennis on iTunes and YouTube, where we are the number one resource in the world, providing passionate instruction for passionate tennis players. Thank you so much for listening today. Take care, and good luck with your tennis.